Welcome to this episode of the podcast, which is part two of the series around the money objection of potential clients, which is, I can't afford it. This really is the main objection people run into in their sales conversation. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy! In part one of the series, I explained the mirror effect, what this objection actually has to do with you, what your potential client is mirroring here to you. Make sure to go back and listen to that specific episode if you haven't yet, or even re-listen to it. You know, repetition is always key. Today, I want to talk about the triggers which show up in you when you hear the person who inquired about your services or products coming up with that objection. In part one, I explained that there are two internal issues we have to address and one external. The first internal issue was the mirror effect. And the second issue we are addressing today is the trigger in you. Because if a no from a potential client doesn't trigger you and it's not a pattern, meaning that you only get or most of the time knows, we don't have anything to worry about. There is no issue at hand because no is a part of life. However, if it is a pattern, we address that in the series, in the part one of the series. And if it is a trigger, this is what we are addressing today. And in the last part of the series, we will go into how to actually deal with that objection with your potential client. Then we are going into the external world. We are not looking at you anymore. We are looking at how can you help someone actually in the process of signing up with you, buying your product and so on. Okay, back to the trigger. What do I mean with trigger? I mean you having a strong emotional reaction, which stays with you for a longer time and perhaps even inhibits you from further action. And again, it's totally okay to be frustrated or sad for a moment. But if this is very strong in you and it stays for hours or even days, then you have to take a closer look. Okay, first of all, what is being triggered? What emotions are showing up? Is it fear? Like how will you be able to pay your bills? And what if no one ever says yes again? I remember that one so much. And this is especially strong when you're up leveling. Because the old is gone. Your old clients, your old target market, your old offers. That is gone. And the new is not there yet. So for example, you have a new offer, a higher ticket offer than ever before. And you have never sold that ever to a person. Then the fear of, you know, 
when someone says no. It can trigger your fear of perhaps I'm not made for that. Perhaps no one will ever buy that. So if you already have several people having bought that from you for a lower ticket price or whatever, you know that it works. You know, the fear can still be there, but a different story is attached. And when you're in this up-leveling process, in this bridging time between the old and the new, the fear of can I really make it work can be very, very strong. It could be another emotion like anger. Why is there another person saying no to me? Why can't you make it work and all the others get the job done? You know, that's the story attached to it. It can be anger against the person saying no to you. Like, how dare you? This is an amazing offer. Why are you saying no? Or against yourself. Why can I just not make it work? What is wrong with me? All the other people out there, they, they make it happen in an instant. It could be something like repulsion. You start to hate selling and sometimes even yourself. You know, it's like even stronger than, than the anger, the repulsion towards perhaps even your work, towards yourself. It could be resentment, resenting the messenger, the person who declined your offer. Why the heck don't they invest in themselves? Why the heck don't they take care of themselves? Why don't the heck... Do they get out of their victim mode? You know, you probably know that. You probably know those scenarios because I have been there and my clients tell me the same over and over again. And it could, you know, the resentment could also be like, my goodness, let's see where they end up without my help. You know, this kind of um, smirking in your face like, yeah, now they, they shall see what they reap with that. It could be a feeling like sadness. Like, this is not meant to be for me. I'm just not carved out for that. I can't do it anymore. Victim mode, full on. And it can be perhaps mixed with a little bit of self-pity. Another big feeling is embarrassment. I can't make it work. And I don't want the world to see what kind of a failure I am. Another no. It's me. I'm worthless. How degrading. You know, if you have to tell your colleagues or your friends of your family again yeah okay i was so close to to making that sale and again no everyone was fired up for you already and then it was like oh my goodness how embarrassing is that this sometimes is stronger than what is going on within yourself the feeling of that you need the approval from the people around you and now having to tell them again you didn't make it work like how embarrassing is that And I have felt all of those for sure, every damn single one. And usually it's a mix of them, you know? Sometimes it's very clear it is a lot of rage and anger. Sometimes it's a lot of like this victim feeling of sadness and I can't make it work. And sometimes the resentment and very often it's a mix of them. And with those emotions, your limiting stories and limiting beliefs get triggered. I mentioned them a little bit already and let's go deeper into that. The story behind everything, like unworthiness or not being enough, feeling overlooked, feeling like the odd one out, and the story of needing the attention for others to feel good, or the story of needing the money to make it work, the longing for approval. And this is deep-rooted attachment to making the sale, attachment to a specific outcome. And with being attached, you always lose. 
So leaving those stories behind, letting those triggers go means to not attach yourself to the outcome anymore, to the sales conversation, to the person saying yes. It is detachment par excellence. You have to understand that it's not the other person making you feel that. It is yourself reconnecting with a past situation and recreating the same feelings of then over and over again. You're basically reliving your past. And it's about letting go of that now. You know, it's not the other person telling you no. And then this person is somehow wrong and causing a reaction in you. It is the story you have already in you, which is being triggered. Because someone saying no, you know, you can see that without attachment and saying, okay, we checked it. It really is not the right thing for that person right now. And you stepping into heavy emotions and tr being triggered when it comes to your own story. This is connecting with a deeper unhealed part in yourself, which does not have anything to do with the sales conversation itself. And all of that you bring to the conversation, even though you never ever mentioned it. It is part of the atmosphere you're creating. The stress, the neediness for the sale you feel, whether it be because of the money or recognition or appreciation, All that is the energy you bring with you without ever speaking about it, without even knowing it. And the other person will feel it. Whatever you sell, on whatever level, whatever price point, the elephant is in the room. So it is not the reaction of the, of the other person that made you feel something disappointing. No, it is the story which has been triggered in you. What is the solution? Of course, there is one, and you probably can guess what it is. As long as you don't heal your trigger and change your story, you will get those negative answers because you created the atmosphere for it. If you react with anger, that means there is a story behind it which has been there before, and you brought it with you to the conversation already, even though the anger shows up afterwards. Do you get me? So, The anger showing up afterwards means there is triggers in you, there is a story in you, which obviously has been activated before, because you, you act from that story. You are that person with that story and you make it about that story unconsciously. Your story is a self-fulfilling prophecy and the anger basically is the result. So for now, the anger shows you there is something to resolve in yourself. That other person in the conversation just picked up on your fears and your missing confidence and self-loathing and whatever the story is which has been running your life and of course couldn't answer with yes. Or if they answer with yes, that means there is a resonance to that. So what I want you to do now is to take some time for yourself and contemplate the last no's, the last no thank you, I can't afford that right now, you got and how they made you feel. Plus, what stories kicked in? So first, figure out your emotions. What is the predominantly or the predominant emotion running the show when something like that happens or when it happens in a row? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it resentment? And then the story behind it. What does it connect you with? Like this anger showing up. Why are you angry? Like I ma didn't make it work again. Another person backed out on me. And what does it connect you with? What is the longer story behind that? 
has this always happened? Have always people not put you first and backed out in the last moment? In other life areas, perhaps past relationships, perhaps it even happened in childhood. A family member left you. You know, you can go like really, really far. And don't judge whatever comes up. Don't judge and think like, okay, that's really far away. Like my dad left the family when I was a kid and this is now showing up in my sales conversations. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. This is what happens. Your story shows up in those moments when something is on the table, when something can be lost and you are vulnerable, basically. Because rejection is never nice per se, you know? So issues will show up in those moments when you're not fully guarded anymore. And this is where the beauty lies in the work, in the work as an entrepreneur. Okay, so you have figured out your emotions, you have figured out the story behind it, and then it means that you do the inner work, do the belief work that change into positive, empowering beliefs. Do the energetic work, whatever your favorite tools are to work on yourself. Do the shadow work. Work with your shadow. Bring it into the light and heal basically your negative shadow beliefs. Let go of the old story and start telling yourself a new story. This means to watch your words. How are you talking about yourself? How are you telling other people what is going on? Are you always putting yourself down? And what is the story running in your mind? It didn't work out again. You know, this is where you start. When you find yourself saying something like that, you have to change your words. Start telling yourself a new story. This is a process. The whole thing, the whole inner work. This is a process that will be incredibly worthwhile in all areas of your life, not only in your sales conversations. So let's give you some reframes for specific fears and stories showing up. For example, a fear could be, I will never make it work. Then you can ask yourself, when have I made it work before? When have I done it before? Either on a different level, you have sold at different price points to different people. You have been in a different career, in a different business and have made it work or in a different area. If you have really been unsuccessful in business for a long time, and this is the story running the show, where in life have you been successful? Raising your kids, being an amazing friend, being an amazing partner. See that it's a bullshit story you are telling yourself and you figure out where you find a positive part of the story and start telling yourself that more than the bullshit story. Or it could be that there is a lot of embarrassment and you feel like a failure. Was there a story in your life that you felt like a failure? And is there a story in your life where you changed that? And what needs to happen to let go of it now? Do inner child work. You know, if you're embarrassed because you were bullied in school or in your career later on. And this makes you feel the same thing all over again. Do the inner child work. Work with those parts in you which still have those feelings stored up in yourself or those parts in you which have those feelings still stored in themselves. Do body work. Or it could be that you feel not enough and not appreciated. The question is, how can you feel this in yourself first? 
If you don't appreciate yourself, why the fuck should anyone else do that? Whatever you are longing to hear from your potential client and whatever limiting story is showing up, this is what you have to give to yourself first. Shift from neediness to total worthiness because remember, you are the price. If someone does not want it, that is their problem or issue because you are amazing and you don't need to settle. Please don't. If it's not a fit, there will be another person who is a perfect fit later on. I had a story running for a long time in my life of other people don't take me seriously. They overlook me because that was the story of my childhood. And it showed up in all kinds of relationships. It even showed up in sales conversations. And I had to address this. And even now, when I was upgrading my offers and I had a new offer, which was much higher than before. And I freaked out. And I had to work through this feeling of I'm the little girl in front of like grown up people. And who am I? How daring is that to offer them something like that? Like this should actually be the other way around and I should be buying something from them. But that's the story I brought to the table. And that's the story I had to address. How did I do that? I became aware of the story. And I actually vulnerably started sharing that with other people. And me being vulnerable about it, they started to take me more seriously. And this helped me to internally grow up from that small child version or that small child belief and story running in my head into embodying the grown-up version of myself. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, Selling is a path of personal growth. Being an entrepreneur is a path of personal growth and personal development. Therefore, the no's you are getting can help you to address things in yourself. And until you have detached from the outcome, you have work to do. I go into sales conversation nowadays with no attachment to the outcome anymore. The answer of potential clients don't trigger me anymore. And if they do, like I mentioned before, my story of the little girl, I work on the story that shows up for me. You are not at the mercy anymore of the other person when you do that inner work because you know that change has to happen in you. So please keep offering your service, stretch your comfort zone with new elevated price points and work on your triggers on the go. There is no need to heal first and sell. It happens at the same time. So you keep evolving, you keep growing, and you keep basically growing your business as well. So today I talked about the triggers and what you can do with them, what it means that you become aware of your triggers and that you change the underlying story. And in the next episode, I will talk about how you can actually physically or in words address the objections or the objection, I can't afford the service in your client, how you can help the potential client come to a really good decision if they want to work with you or not. So make sure to check in because it's a super uber important episode. That's it for today. And my question for you is, did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That's really very helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to get turned on and fired up by life again, plus step 
into the next level of business growth, please apply for a discovery call with me and I'll get back to you in the coming days. Thank you so much for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. <laughs>